Pig in the Garden, episode four. Uh, I was supposed to have Yumi on, but uh, that didn't pan out. And instead, I got someone who's actually dropping an album this week. This person is uh, probably my longest friendship in music. I don't know too many people that I could get along with to, to that degree for that amount of time, especially another rapper, because rappers, I feel like we have certain personalities that it doesn't really allow you to be friendly for that often, you know, especially with the competitive nature. Me and this dude, uh, we met probably in like 2011 uh, in the studio, which adds more competition. And instead of uh, going head to head, I mean, we go head to head on tracks, but uh, instead of butting heads over time, we've just uh, grown to be probably best friends in music. So uh, I want to introduce Bash Atlas. You, you. Appreciate that, brother. You're dropping substance this week. You've been working on this album for a long time. I'm going to, on this, on this episode, I'm going to act like I don't know anything. Got it. All right. Because I want, I want the people to, to kind of gain understanding of who you are. And I don't want to have any bias or whatever. Just, you know, I want it to be surface. And so. Without a doubt. Um, we'll talk about substance. Let's talk about substance briefly. We'll get back into it later because I want to talk about who you are, how, how you came to be a rapper, you know. But, um. Substance, you've been working on for how long? Uh, so it's about a year and a half, two years now. Uh, just in terms of like beat selection, there's been a bunch of tracks, or there are tracks that didn't make the cut uh, for particular reasons. Um, you know, just really doing the the soul searching for the content that I was looking for people to experience. What is Substance? What's What's the purpose of this album? Uh, the purpose of sub- substance is really for people to get an insight on like my upbringing, uh, my perspectives, and like my mentality now. And so, um, through various songs, you get an opportunity to experience like what life was growing up when I was younger. You know, um, some perspectives that I had coming up, and then like how I look at the world today. Right. And this is—is is this your first official album? Uh, so this is the, I, yeah, it's fair to say this is the first official album. I put a project out a few years ago, um, and there was no, the difference between this project and that project was, it was like, all right, let's put a bunch of tracks together and put something right, out. Right, so there wasn't any cohesion At in all. terms of the actual project. This, So do you feel like this is your most uh, cohesive project to date, and do you feel like this is your most well-thought-out project to date? Because this is, this is still, I mean, it's a nine-track project and and so it's not the the typical like i feel like a lot of artists especially east coast artists i feel like we put out these 15 20 track Mm -hmm. projects you know what i mean it's yours is short and sweet but i feel like it gets to the point so do do you call this a full-length project or is this do you consider it that oh yeah without a doubt uh it's definitely a full-length project um the way the project is constructed, although you won't, you can't go wrong with listening to a random track, like, you know, like just selecting. But if you listen to it from top to finish, then like you actually get the experience of substance. Right. And so uh, it starts off with the intro, which like it's like a statement track. It's right. like, hey, so if you're prepared to listen to this type of music for over the next 40 minutes, 
then you, you know you pick the right album. Right. You know, otherwise you can go ahead and listen to you know the other shit that you're used to. But the intro really sets the tone for what what people can expect. Uh, you know, for the duration of the album, and so yeah. Okay, let's let's put that to the side now, and let's get into. We're gonna come back to that because I want to talk very extensively about substance, but I want to first uh, get an introduction of who you are. Uh, where do you come from? So from Newark, New Jersey, uh, born and raised. Although I did live in uh, Florida for a few years, uh, Newark has been home. Right. Um, when do you start uh, figuring out that you love hip-hop? What's the first record that you hear that you're like, okay, you know, I might want to do this too? Yeah. Um, well, to be honest, like I, I started off like writing like poems and stuff like that. And uh, while living in Florida... Like, I was really disconnected from, like, my uh, immediate family. It was just me, my sisters, my mom, my brother in Florida. And so, you know, just dealing with that and, and not really having an opportunity to see family as often, like, I, I started writing poems, you know, started writing, just jotting down my thoughts and how I felt. And, like, over time, you know, that, that, that really created an opportunity for me to, I started listening to instrumentals randomly, you know, like hip-hop uh, instrumentals and I started writing like my, my thoughts down on over those instrumentals never recording them just like writing right. them down you know and and then eventually when I came back home uh, maybe in 2004 I moved back to I moved back to uh, Jersey and then like I had family who was rapping making music you know I felt like I was just more connected you know to to music and then I started like I started hopping on like my uncle's songs and like right. you know I'll throw a verse on there and since then that's really like started the momentum to where I am today. So there wasn't necessarily a, a artist per se that you heard for the first time and you were like that's what I want to do or it was just you just found it on your own and you kind of just came to. Yeah. Uh, so although I do have like a few favorites. Right. Uh, so I, I but I, I really started just writing down music and so. I wasn't inspired by anyone in particular to write music at that time. Um, over time, I was, like, inspired to continue, right. you know, but initially, like, it was just one of those things that it was, like, an outlet for me, yeah. you know, and I really I really enjoyed that, especially because dealing with everything else that's going on, whether it's school, whether it's, you know, the, the city and the environment, you know, just, just, just as a, a, an outlet for me, I, I kept that going. Now, talking about the environment, uh, growing up in Newark, it's, I mean, it's not a safe place to grow up for sure. And, and there's a lot that you have to worry about um, growing up. Uh, do you find that music is a way to uh, kind of get people's heads out of the hood for a little bit? Oh, without a doubt. Um, my experience of, of working with younger artists and, you know, artists who aspire to be the next big best thing... Um, Really, they also look at it as an outlet. Um, I, I take it as an opportunity to mentor those those um, young artists and upcoming artists because I know when I was younger, it was just that. It was an outlet. Whether it's like 20, 30 minutes, whether you just lock yourself in a room and write, you know, or just listen to beats or listen to music, you know, um, definitely, you know, it's a Band-Aid to, you know, the real experience out there, you know, so. right. Newark is is like a staple in Jersey, especially for hip hop. I mean, Queen Latifah, Shaq, Redman. It's like all these 
like the best of the best, Naughty by Nature, all right. the best of the best come from Newark. So knowing that, do you feel like you have to kind of uh, be a, a step ahead of other people just to get noticed? Because like where I'm from, there's not that much competition in terms of who is the, the great. I'm probably at this point, I'm probably the greatest rapper that ever come out of East Rutherford, New Jersey. You know right. what I mean? And that's not that's not because I'm competing with Sony. It's just that there's not anyone coming out of there. Would you? So it's like. For you, coming out of Newark, where, where you have Redman, you have Queen Latifah, you have all these Naughty by Nature, you have all these people, do you feel like there's there's something that's like, like oh, you have to be better than them to to kind of gain a name, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I, nah. I, I don't feel like uh, I necessarily have to be better than them. Honestly, I feel like everyone has, like, their own lane, you right, know? And, right. it's, and everyone has fair opportunity is just really how you market yourself, how you grind and, you know, how you choose to grow. Definitely, um, you know, definitely having those idols to compare yourself to or even to aspire to be uh, is motivation in itself, you know. So, um, but I don't necessarily, like, you know, measure my my success versus theirs or, you know, try to see how I can get to their level of success in any particular way. It's more so just... All right, this is this is my lane. How can I perfect that? Right. Um, is there a scene in Newark? Now, a lot of places. I feel like Jersey in particular. There's there's a lot of places that just have no. They're not not that there's no music scene, but there's no venues that that are willing to have new acts come through and perform. New York, you see that everywhere. Mm-hmm. Where these these venues, whether it's in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, where it's like these small venues that are willing to have. Uh, new up and coming artists come through and perform, even if it's a fifteen minute set. Do you feel like Newark has that? Is there are there places that kind of uh, open their arms to to new artists on the come up? Um, most recently, I've experienced that there are a few opportunities. Um, my experience of like Jersey and like the the playing field is more so like everyone wants to be competitive, right? Right. And so it's it's not it's not it's not like it's not like um like in Atlanta, you yeah. know, where folks is like, yo, let's get on it. Everybody can eat, you know. And so we're definitely looking to change that, you know, because I know of a bunch of upcoming artists and artists who are putting hours in, you know, and really trying to grow and. My hope is that they don't look at it as like competition. We're looking for opportunities to build each other or even create those venue opportunities. I think inclusion. I feel like inclusion is the only way to really create anything. And I've I've been uh, contemplating that concept for a while. And it's right. like it's like I feel like all that competitive nature is good for its its own thing because right. it, without that, I don't know if you become the rapper that you are. Right. You know what I mean? So you need that competition to kind of right. kick you into gear and be like, okay, I need to step it up because I want to be better than this dude. Right. But now, if that competition is not friendly competition, if it like bleeds over into being like actual beef, like you right. don't like this dude because he's a rapper, you know what I mean? Then I feel like it kills everything. You right. know? So I feel like Jersey has people that don't know how to kind of... Uh, separate the two like they don't know how to separate the competition from the actual real life feelings right you know because we get so into our ourselves and i was just talking to i I had this kid freddie stone uh and ramos himself i had them on last week and i'm talking to them and i'm i'm like uh i don't know if i said it on the episode or i said it after but i was like i think i said it after but i'm telling them i'm like i'm like yo i was so uh competitive at one point that like i didn't even want to work with you guys because I, i was so like why am i gonna work with them when i want to 
like I want to kill them. You know right. what I mean? I want to eat them. Like I'm not I'm not trying to work with people. But all that leads to is nothing. You right. know what I mean? Because now now you have this weird uh, fake beef in your head that doesn't even exist. You know what I'm saying? With this person who's probably a nice person. You know what I mean? And and now you're just beefing with them mentally. You know, it's not even real. So it doesn't lead you to actually grow. Right. Uh, I feel like Jersey has that, where where it's like, we don't know how to separate the two, and because of that, there's no scene. But what we've been trying to do is try to create that culture. Right. And now, with the interviews and everything, that's what I'm, I'm kind of trying to get across, is like, I want to bring people together. I want to be able to interview people and, and kind of connect them. Like, if I interview you, and then I interview someone that I think that you would flow with well... I want to connect you too. You know right. what I mean? I'm not saying that every Jersey artist has to get on tracks together because some people just don't sound good together. That's a fact. But that's that's kind of the culture I'm trying to create. How open do you think people are to kind of changing the narrative? I think that once people uh, grasp the understanding um, or the the difference between rap and hip hop, like so hip hop, the intention behind hip hop is that friendly, you know, competition, you know, um, lyrics and and uh, collaboration. Rap is like, hey, I'm I'm a I'm a do shit on my own. I'm gonna right. spit the hottest bars, you know. And so, like, and from from my like experience, is just like if you've mastered the art of hip hop, then rap just happens. Like you get the deal, or you know, you blow up and stuff like that. Like you you got to start from the from the ground and really perfect your your lyrics you know create content and collaborate with others and then everything else just follows but um my hope is that soon you know folks uh, like open their eyes up to like hey actually it makes sense that you know instead of being an uh being a solo artist or I could collaborate with other people in my right. city, you know, or, or instead of just focusing on myself and promoting and marketing myself, actually like I we could do cross promo and, you know, I could share his stuff to my fan base and vice versa. And, and hope, hopefully that'll open up for the scene, particularly like in Newark. There's a bunch of, there's artists who have made it big, you know, like battle rap and stuff like that. But for the most part, like uh, every underground artist, like, should adapt the mentality of like, yo, like we can grow together. Right. I'm I'm hoping that that mindset sticks because sometimes I, I think about it and I'm like, am I just being overly optimistic? You know what I mean? Because I want to create this culture, but is it is it possible? You know what I mean? And and then like we're hopeful. So I feel like we tell ourselves like, no, if I just speak to them, you know what I mean? But then I think about like the thing about hip hop and and rap is that what like there's no way to get around the fact that a lot of a lot of this art form is uh uneducation like like a lot of uneducated people are in this art form right and that's due to the the struggle of being where they're from you know what i mean and and sometimes the schooling systems aren't right and sometimes you don't really learn how to uh be around people you don't learn how to talk to people right and due to that you just grow up in this this industry where like everything's cutthroat and now you th- just think everyone's out to get you. So there's no real collaborative efforts and and I, I try I'm trying to uh to stay optimistic when it comes to that, but I don't I don't necessarily know if it's possible. I think that you have to find the right people to do it. But either way, I know that we're gonna keep on pushing forward and trying to uh get that message across. Because it's like as much as I talk to people and as much as I like have these conversations with them, I feel like sometimes so you could see when an artist genuinely gets it. You right. know what I mean? 
And then you can also see when an artist is kind of like, yeah, 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 definitely. And then, you you know, like in the back of their head, they're like, fuck out of here, dog. Right. Like, yeah, that's not happening. So I'm just hoping that everything that we are doing or, or planning on doing actually uh, gets across, you know. Um, so you come back from Florida and that's that's when you get back into rapping or that's when you start rapping for like for real, for real. That's when I like started. I had got this stereo when I was like <laughs> I was like nine or ten. Mm-hmm. So I had like five disc stereo, you know. I, so I had like five, uh, go downtown, get the bootleg uh, uh, instrumental CDs and right, just right. be rotating them things. And, you know, that's when I really started writing to actual instrumentals, you know, and like putting the words together, like trying to figure out my sound and flow and, you know, and, and, and play with words on, on various beats. And so, yeah, when, when I moved back down here, that, that's when I guess I took the next step to like, all right, cool. So we was writing like poems and, and thoughts and ideas. Now, like, how can we construct a song? You right. Know? So, okay. So uh, what age would you say you were around then? About about 10. Okay. Yeah. When, when do you first, because you said that your uncle was uh, making music. When yeah. do you first get into a studio environment? It's probably like... Uh, 13 13 yeah and you were actually recording like into a program and everything yeah word um was it mixed was it just kind of uh like a like rough drafts oh yeah it it was definitely uh i mean it was in a in a basement you know uh closet with you know foam pads right right um i wouldn't say it was the cleanest but you know it was definitely an experience right right being being part of that studio experience did you uh find more love for the the craft oh without a doubt and not only not only did i find like love and i like really adapted like passion for it like i was like hey so it was like you know you wake up you got a routine it was so i, I kind of inputted like writing as a part of the routine like i still have notebooks from from when i was younger right. you know and so you know just really taking those as opportunities to just try to get better daily you know, and now you look back and be like, damn, that, that shit was trash still. But, you know, in a moment, you're like, you're really growing and, you, you know, you're just taking the initiative to get better. I, I was having this conversation last week as well. And it's like, yeah, we're, we were all trash when we first started. Right. right? But like <laughs> at the time, you couldn't tell me I was trash. Was like it, if you was, told me I was trash, like I was like, you're bugging. Like you have no idea what you're talking about. That's a fact. And now I listen to it now and I'm like, that is horrible. That's you know super what trash. <laughs> it's so bad. There's flows. That I hit back in the day that I, I listen to now, I'm like, oh, that was pretty, that was dope. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. But like overall, like the writing, the structure, like I didn't, I didn't know any, any bar structure. Yeah. I didn't know anything. You know when what I mean? When to speed so, it up, when to slow it down. Right, right, right. So like your, your one bar might carry over into the next bar and then you're like speeding up the words right. so you could finish it. But I feel like the process is one of the most beautiful parts of this. I feel like uh, being that, like all our stuff is documented right. and we take we we take certain things down you know what i mean like if you had a song up when you were 13 or 14 you might have removed that already right. like from from the web or whatever but the process of of um being able to track your progress right. on record like there's nothing like that you know what i mean it's it's like uh like you actually have a representation of of how far you've come and being that you could listen to that whenever you think about like all right, you know what? Like, this is, isn't going my way. Right. Like, maybe I should stop. You can listen to that first track and that last track and be like, look at all of that time spent and look at all of that practice and look at 
how far I have come. Right. All that growth. Right. To to stop. You know what I mean? It's not worth it. That's a fact. We're getting older in this game. Right. And even though we're not old, I, and I have to tell myself this all the time, like you're not old. You know what I mean? Because because right. I feel old. Like I feel like life is passing and I'm I'm doing grown up shit now and I'm, I'm a, a full adult with fucking adult responsibilities and adult problems. Daily. You know what I mean? Right. Do you do you feel like there's a rush? Do you ever feel like you're rushing to to kind of make shit happen? Uh, I, initially, I will say like maybe last year when I had the idea of like, hey, let's put an album together. I was like, all right, in like three months, I need to have it done. Right. You know, and um, you know, after putting a few songs together, and I just realized that actually, like what. That's actually depriving my people of like the actual experience, right? You know, because if you, you can't rush content, like right. you, I mean, we can we can record freestyles all damn day and put a mixtape out monthly, you know. But if we want to really provide our people with an opportunity to experience or to connect, like we have to take our time with things, you know. And that's like that's a conversation I've had multiple times. So um, initially, yeah, I had that mentality, like, hey, I gotta. I, I got to be consistent. I got to put put things out every week. And, you know, and so I, I was really, like, pondering, hey, when should I put this project out? And then I took a step back, and I was like, there's no purpose in, like, rushing this. Let's actually give it the time that it deserves. What was the concept in, in wanting to rush it in the beginning? Just because people's perspective is like, if you're not putting work out weekly or monthly, you're not working. Don't you think? Don't you think that the people that put out content super often are kind of milking it like they're not because i feel like if you like for instance like a future right future puts out he at one point he was putting out three mixtape like a, a mixtape each month and mm-hmm. he's just dropping mixtape 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 and it's 20 tracks on each and you're like holy shit dog like this dude really is going to work but then you actually listen to the content right and you're like well that track wasn't really that hard to write. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like when you repeat yourself for an hour, like it's not, you know, it's not that that difficult. Right. So what we do as lyricists, like we're not, I think people get that misconstrued. Like we're not just musicians. Like we're not, right. we're not just like rappers. You know what I mean? Like in this day and age, like there's rappers and there's lyricists. That's a fact. Like there's people that actually take their time to write music down and actually come up with concepts that actually make sense and they're well thought out we're we're that so i don't know if even though i i know we can write a track easily Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take a long time to write a track but as far as actually making something meaningful don't you feel like that does take a while like it it has to you know what i mean like don't you feel like that has to kind of sit with you for a little bit to actually because i feel like when you first put a song together it's so fresh to you that you automatically think it's great. But maybe like months pass and you're like, you know what? That wasn't the one for like, that's not even the one I should be releasing, you right. know? Like, cause, cause I feel like we go through shit in life. And when it's an artist like me or you, that every song actually means something. Like sometimes the, the shit that we're going through at one point isn't as heavy as the shit that we're going through at the next point. You know right. what I'm saying? And maybe that that next point that we hit, like that's that was the stuff that people needed to hear. That's right. So when when you rush a project, I feel like people certain artists are able to rush projects, but I don't think that you're the type of artist that can rush a project. Would you agree with that? Um, 
in terms of so in terms of a project uh, in terms of an album I wouldn't rush an I wouldn't rush an album right you know um honestly like I wouldn't encourage anyone to rush an album just because especially if it's something you're selling you know um if you're going to give music away for free you know on SoundCloud you know a lot of people still do that and there's there's who those who are selling their music are more inclined to give you content that is uh, relevant or content that is um, content that you could appreciate. You know, I just feel like if if I'm going to ask you to spend 99 cents or I'm going to ask you to stream the song, then you could bet that I put my hard work into it, you know, and I took my time on it. You know, whether it's whether it's 10 hours or it's three months, you know, you could assure that you're going to get the content that that I said, hey, I'm gonna. I promise this. I promise that this album is gonna be a great album. Like, and so you could you could just be reassured. Like, it's gonna be great content. You know, there's a funny uh, idea, and I feel like everyone uh, gets things misconstrued. Like, us as as writers, right? To make that music that we kind of like look down on, like that that trap music or whatever whatever the kids are like really listening to right now, right? I don't think that younger people understand that that shit is super easy to us. Fact. Like, for me to hop on a track and be like, I got that lean in my cup. Yeah. I got that lean in my cup. Yeah. That's not thought provoking. And I, that's not something like like that. I could do that every day of my life. Right. Within a 20 minute span and put out a track like that every day and possibly blow up like that. Possibly. Right? Like, like maybe they think that that's the hottest shit I've ever done in my life. You right. know what I'm saying? But I think that there's confusion because I feel like artists or listeners think that an artist like, like you is incapable of making that trap, hip-hop type shit that, that people are listening to right now. Would you, would you say that, that that is true? Do you think that that's easier to make is there a reason why you don't kind of go that lean um so to be honest like we could literally freestyle one of these hit records right um just i, I have a lot of confidence in that um but i get excitement with hearing back content that's that's actually relevant um like artists like like j cole artists like kendrick when they're when they actually put their thoughts together and the, there's a lot of people who actually need that type of music, you know, and, I, and I've just, I've realized that. And so, like, a lot of my older music, there's message, there's purpose, you know, but in this project in particular, I, I'm, I'm more so talking to those who actually need to hear this, you know, and in terms of just sharing my story, you know, because I know for a fact that I'm not the only person experiencing certain things. And so, when it, when it comes to, when it comes to, you know the mumble rap. I'm not necessarily interested in it. You know, I'm also, you know, if you're mumble rapping, like that's your business. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, do what you got to do. But I'm more so interested in, in your actual words. Like, okay, you just had a four minute song and you said nothing right. the whole time. Like wasting wasting my time. I'm not interested in that. You know, I'm I'm not interested in. I'm not interested in. Sit, sitting here and you know giving people music that has no content that's just what do you I'm say at. to the people that that respond to that with yeah but this creates the vibe and sometimes like 
what I've what I've come to realize over time is that a lot of people don't necessarily listen to music the way that we do. Right. So to them, it's just kind of a background noise. Oh, the beat was hot. Right. Mm-hmm. And and to them, it's like I could put it on in the car. And I could just focus on the road and not actually focus on the words that are going on. Yeah. But the vibe it creates is what I'm listening to it for. For us, I feel like we listen to music so deeply that when you're not saying anything on the whole track, we're like hurt by it. Like, like take that shit off. Right. You know what I mean? What would you say to a, a kid that would respond that to you? Like, like if you if you were to say like I'm not necessarily into not hearing content, and they said yeah, but it creates the vibe. What, what's your answer to that? So um, I have a few artists who are into. I mean, our music creates the vibe as well, right? You know? um, but in terms of that shit is not gonna last long. In yeah. other words, like you know, it there, there's a there's an opportunity for it right now, but essentially like. That's if you ask me, that's not hip hop. Um, right. That's not hip hop history. Like that shit, no one's gonna remember that shit, and you know, in years to come. And so, like when you talk about the greatest artists of all time, they're talking about artists who provided their listeners with content, right. artists who were actually able to connect with with um, with information that mattered, you know, and that was relevant. And so, like it's cool, yeah, it creates a vibe, you know, and. Shit, we got tracks that create vibes, you know. Um, shit, whatever vibe you need. Mm-hmm. I had a, <laughs> you know I had a kid. Uh, I had a kid tell me, he's like, "Yo, I like your music, and I know how." He's like, "I know how good you are," but he's like, "In order for me to listen to your music, I have to be at home, and I have to be like alone, and I have to be in a zone where I could interpret everything you're saying and." interpret the metaphors and interpret the analogies and interpret this and, and all the, the similes and the onomatopoeia and all. Uh-huh. And, and he's like, sometimes I don't want to do that. Right. He's like, I like your music, but sometimes I just want to not have to think about what the artist is saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so when he said that to me, I finally, it finally hit me. And I'm like, that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to stop making the music that I make to appeal to that crowd. That means that that crowd needs to find alone time so that they could listen to my music <laughs> and understand it. You know what I mean? It's a good way to look at and, it. Right, because like for the longest time, I feel like we were trying to grab the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't they fuck with me? Let me reach out to them and see why they don't fuck with me. Oh, you need a song that sounds like this? Okay, I'll make that song. Oh, why don't you guys fuck with me? Oh, you need a song that sounds... All right, I'll make that song. When really, our crowd was right in front of us. We didn't have to reach out at all. You know right. what I mean? All we had to do was continue to make what we make. Right. And that crowd is just going to get closer and closer and closer. It's like being at a concert. When you hear something good, you could be in the crowd at the bar. Right. If you're at a showcase or something, you could be at the crowd at the bar. But when you hear something good, you get closer to it. Like you want to walk directly to it. They don't, they're not calling for you. You know what I mean? They're not they're not necessarily putting on that track because they're like, you know what, that kid over there wearing the pink shirt, he's gonna come over here and and listen to it. You know what right. I mean? Because he'll like this song. They don't do that. They just put their music on, perform, and whoever likes it walks to them. So I feel like with that, we can't stray away from what we make. Right. We can't try to appeal to other people. Have you come to recognize that same thing at this point? Um. So. I have a few, I have, 
so most of my fans have been following me since, you know, I, I started when I was a little younger. Right. And uh, one thing that like they're 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 um, they're mostly interested in in my consistency consistency in terms of delivery in terms of content, and so that's really supported me with narrowing narrowing in and actually understanding, um, I guess my lane, you know, and, and understanding that nah, I don't have to make music, you know, for the person down the block. It doesn't have to be for this person, but I understand like who my crowd is, you know? And so that's going to support with a lot of different things. It's going, it's going to support with being consistent, you know, in, in, in within, uh, the content that I'm providing. It's also going to support with like marketing. I know exactly who I want to hear this. Right. All right. And, now that because I know exactly who I want to hear it, you know, I know that they're gonna listen and I know that they're gonna tell the next, you know, the next group. And and so eventually, you know, to sum it all up, the people who we you know are down the block who we think might be interested, like essentially they'll be drawn in as long as we stay true to ourselves, you know, and we stay true to uh our our purpose and our mission in terms of music. I also think that we need to get to a point where we recognize that not everyone is gonna like your music. Big fact. You could play your music for someone and they could fucking hate it. And that's not their fault. That's not that's not them like not knowing what's good. That's them not being a fan of that particular sound. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm not a fan of country or some people, you know what I mean? Some people hate techno. It's like you don't go to that person that hates techno and just keep on trying to make different forms of techno so right. that they like it. You know what I mean? You just recognize that person's not a fan of this genre. So I'm going to not appear I'm not trying to push music at that person I'm trying to push music at people that like this genre you right. know what I mean and I think that we get that misconstrued very often and we we try to uh, kind of appeal to, to every single person and we forget that not everyone's going to be interested um, getting back let's get back into substance now and I know that you don't have a long time so I want to kind of uh, keep it pushing um, Early early hits on substance. What do you feel is going to be the ones that that people should look out for? Because those are like the ones on the the album. Yeah. So uh, some feedback that I got today. Mm-hmm. I had a listening uh, review session, and uh, there are a few tracks that are like vibe tracks, like you know, uh, content heavy, but like the the beat and everything just creates that. Um, but the tracks that, in particular, like just from top to bottom people are like yo that's my favorite um all good um the intro reflecting and um today if i had to name 3 those are those have been uh three individuals uh preferences right. in terms you know like hey that's that's that shit i'm gonna listen to in the whip you know and i'm right. like like that's cool um you know for me um glory you know, uh, also, um, also the last track scars, like, you know, those tracks like are, are like, I guess a little, I'm more connected, you know, to those, um, in a sense, whereas like, um, like once people listen to it a few times, they'll be like, damn, like, I want to know more about this person. Right, you know? right. Um, and so I just, you know, from top to bottom, I've gotten a, a really great feedback, but in, in terms of today, um, Today was a track, uh, all good, um, and reflecting was like, hey, 
I can't wait. I can't wait to bump that again. You know, right. I can't wait till it drops. And then I have my favorites, you know, which I think that uh, a lot of people are going to be able to connect uh, with as well. Being a fan of you, you're you're very in your own head, especially when you make music and a lot of your emotion comes through in your music. So you you do make these like heartfelt tracks that are true to yourself and they explain who you are. But being a fan of your music, I always like when you just let loose and rap. Right. You know, like, so there are songs on there that are melodic and there's songs that kind of create the vibe and create the mood. But the best songs to me on that project are the ones that you just rap. Because, like, there's, I feel like that whole, like, melodic vibe is what's going on right now in hip-hop. And I feel like there's so many people, but I don't know how many people you could put on a track, like, reflecting, like, the intro. Mm -hmm. And just play it. And people, like, leave, like, in awe, like, oh, this dude could fucking rap. You right. know what I'm saying? I feel like you're an animal when it comes to just rapping. You know what I mean? So I would like to hear, in the future, I would like to hear a project by you that's just strictly, you know, just getting to business. No hook, just... Right, right, right. Just getting you. to business. Even if it's a, a four-track EP or a five-track EP, yeah. just getting straight to business. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's your element. Like, when you hit that, that kind of mold... I feel like there's there's not not many that could really rap with you at that point. You know what I'm saying? But when when you get into the kind of and I understand I understand how it's personal and I understand how how like some of those songs like those are dear to you. You know what I'm saying? But just from the outside looking in and this is not me talking to you as someone who's who's grown with you in rap. This is me talking to you as like someone who listens to your music at like from a fan's perspective. Right. And I feel like when you rap that's like that's the greatest shit. And there's probably people out there that are like no 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 I like I like the melodic shit more you know what I mean but just me personally I've always liked rappers that can just get straight into it you know what I'm saying I think that's why like a meek is popping I think that's why like in like a Royce the five nine like like dudes like that that just strictly they're just rappers you know right. what I mean and like they're respected as rappers you they're MCs you know what I mean and I feel like you're a real MC so it's it's strange when an MC kind of goes into different zones because you have to you have to kind of move with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and do you feel like your fan base is is uh, able to kind of uh, go into all areas with you rather than just wanting that? Because there's a lot of projects that or the projects that you put out in the past have been just bars. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know how many heartfelt songs you put out in the past. I know you have, mm -hmm. but majority I feel like of your music was always just you rapping heavy, you know what I mean? Do you feel like your your fan base is drawn to the melodic music that you make, or do you feel like they're more on on the same page as me? I think that um, I think that you know, is is like, hey, that was like that was you on a track, uh, that was you on a hook, you know. Uh, it creates an opportunity um, for them to see me in my genuine state, you know. And so, you know, if 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 on a hook, you know, if it's melodic or if it's if it's fucking two bar hook and back to eating, like you know, regardless of what it is, um, definitely, like you know, when putting this when putting this particular project together, um, it was it was it was crazy because I'll, I'll have like reflecting written and then I'll be thinking, all right, what's next? And so I feel like I feel like while putting this project together, it was like 
a track by track type of thing where it's like, all right, this is what's gonna support with this. This is gonna support, uh, you know, this type of vibe is gonna support with, you know, the overall project. And so, um, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely confident based off the feedback that I've gotten, you know, so far. And the project hasn't dropped yet, but you know, I'm always looking for, I'm, I'm looking for people's experiences, you know, whether it's sharing an Instagram post, you know, vibing out or, you know, messaging, whatever the case may be. I'm interested in, in people's experience of the project because I think that is well, is like it's well rounded, and so. It supports them, you know, as you as you're going through as I'm explaining my journey, they're actually like able to walk through that journey with me in this right. particular project. Right. And they could actually gain they could actually know you right. through the project. And that's that was that's the whole goal. Like I actually like for this particular project, like I actually want the hopes is that when people listen to this, they like I, I actually I know I like I know you. <laughs> right, right, right. That's you know? the that's the best feedback that I got from my last project that right. I dropped. Is all the people that were saying, you know, like I feel like I know you more. Right. Now that I listen to this album, because it's like, what's a better feeling than people actually understanding what you're saying? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I feel like us as rappers, we go through life not being understood, really. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I feel like that's why we're drawn to rap because it's like, I can't talk to anyone else. So let me talk to this beat. Right. And I feel like we we go through life like that. So when people actually get us and finally we're, we hit that point where they're like, yo, it was clear. You know what I mean? Like I understood everything that you were talking about. It's beautiful, you know. Um, final words, because I, I know we're pressed for time. And, and on top of that, me and you can do this whenever we want. You I know pre- what I mean? I appreciate you. And we could, be on a, <laughs> we could do another episode anytime. Right. So uh, for the listeners, I... I I hope you guys are enjoying this because this is probably going to be more often that we're going to talk. But um, final final thoughts on uh, substance. What what would you tell someone that is on the fence about listening just off this interview? You know what I mean? Say they're listening to this interview right now and they're saying, "All right, this dude's interesting, but uh, I don't know what his music's going to sound like." Yeah. Uh, how would you describe substance in in the most simple terms to? Uh, a casual listener, how would you get them to listen to your project? Cool. Um, so I don't have simple words. God, just let them have it. Like, you know, if if you've if you've ever gone through something, it doesn't matter what that something was. If you've if you've ever felt um, if you've ever felt unsure, if you've ever felt like you know you just needed somebody to listen to you, if you ever if you ever experienced life. If you listen to this project, I'm guaranteeing that you're going to be able to connect. And my hope is that, you know, not, we're not I'm not just looking to connect with someone, you know, hey, oh, thanks for checking my song out. You know, I'm, I'm actually looking to, to to build, you know, on this. And, and, you know, you have fans, I call them supporters, you know, because, like, the difference for me is, like, a supporter, like, it's, two, it's twofold, you know. Right. And, I, and so if, if you've ever experienced life, you need to listen to this project. And and if you whether you like it or you know you're on the fence about it, you know I'm I'm still interested in that feedback, you know, because <clears throat> as an artist, you're just looking to get better, you're looking to grow, right. you know. And um, I'm uh, I feel like I go ahead on you know and just say like honestly, you know, in terms of like my lane, this is like the album of the year, like, and I really feel that way, and I just hope that, not hope, you know, I'm I'm guaranteeing that the feedback is going to be crazy and I hope to hear from y'all. Right. I, um, I think this project kind of, uh, 
sets you apart. I think this project finally shows people who you are. Right. And I think that uh, people are really going to enjoy this. I also judge, I judge classic albums by a real good, like a great album yeah. has about four or five great songs. Right. It doesn't need to be like, even if you go to a classic that like Get Richard I Tryin, it's right. not, it's not 17 classic tracks. You right. know what I'm saying? It's maybe four or five that are classic tracks, but the rest of them just fit good in the vibe. Right. I feel like you're well over that. You know what I mean? So in, in me saying that, I want people to know like, this is a project that you might not like every song on the project. And that's just regular with, I know for a fact, dropping my project, I know for a fact that not everyone's going to vibe with every single song. Right. But you will find majority of the project to be likable, whether it's you like one vibe or you like the other, because it, it has those different feelings on it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you will catch yourself in a pocket at some point listening to, to this album front to back. You know what I mean? Whether it's track four that you find, like you hear that one that you're like, all right, this is the one for me. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? But this, this project definitely has what you're looking for. If, if you're a hip hop fan, you know what I mean? Um, I want you to, to know that. And I've said this before on this, this podcast, but I want, I want the listeners to know that like, I don't back shitty art. Yep. <laughs> like, I know of a lot of interviewers and a lot of, uh, and I'm not, it's not against them or it's not because some people just need the content. You know what I'm saying? Some people need to have a different artist every two weeks or every week so that they could keep their show going. Right. And that's fine. But me in particular, when I interview an artist is because I truly believe in their musical ability. I'm putting my stamp on it. So that goes against my credibility if if a project is trash and I'm right. I'm sitting here interviewing you like it's the fucking next greatest thing. You know right. what I'm saying? So I want I want the listeners to know like this is a great project. And I want you guys to listen to that and and actually believe it. The whole point the whole point of this podcast is to create credibility. I'm trying to talk you guys into listening to these artists because this is what Jersey has to offer. If if I put a bunch of whack artists on this podcast, yeah. then Jersey doesn't get a real big name from it. You know what I mean? Right. So all I'm saying is, guys, uh, it's, it comes out Tuesday, right? Yep, September 11th. Tuesday, September 11th. Ask me why. Ask me why September why, 11th. Why September 11th? Oh, no, not you. <laughs> at, at Bash Atlas. Hit me up. Ask me why. Why September 11th? Tuesday, September 11th at 12 a.m. This project is going to drop on all streaming platforms. You guys need to check that out. Whether you want to stay up, whether it's the first thing you listen to in the morning, check this project out. I guarantee 100, especially especially now that it, the temperature is starting to drop, this project is going to sit perfect. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm very big on uh, music being in, in a season right. and music being in, in the, the vibe of what's going on. Once that fall weather starts coming, this project is just going to last for. A long time, you know right. what I mean? Because it sits well with that weather. So I want you guys to, on Tuesday, go listen to that project. Uh, you could comment on this uh, on this post. Let us know how you feel. Uh, let us know if you like the album. Uh, you know, and uh, share it with people. Don't don't be selfish. 
because there's a lot of people that find a new artist and they're like, you know what? Like, this is my artist. Right. It's not your artist. <laughs> this this artist, that artist doesn't doesn't gain anything from you keeping it to yourself. So uh, share it with people. Share the project. You know what I mean? If, if you like the, the project, put it on your Instagram story. Uh, get get the ball rolling on New Jersey's art. Get the ball rolling on New Jersey's hip hop because we need it. You know what right. I'm saying? And that's why I'm doing this. We need that. So thank you for being on an episode of this. I appreciate you for having me, brother. I appreciate you for for always being open to to doing whatever crazy shit I want to do is in terms of <laughs> if I want to fucking work on four tracks in a day or if I want to fucking do a, a episode of, of this podcast. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really do appreciate that you're always willing to to kind of play ball. Um, again, guys, listen to that Project Substance. Uh, this is episode four of Digging the Garden. And uh, I'll probably be back next week with another episode. So uh, stay tuned for that. But if I'm not... I'll see you when I fucking see you, okay? (laughs) Peace out, guys.